That was a different one. I try to do different every time. <laughs> for every episode, for yeah, hundreds of episodes. episodes. That or I'll just forget to do it one day and then it's never done again. There was the ones where I surprised you. So and it was like delayed it. and then and I did it. Yeah. And the, ah, the, the brain glitched. I don't know what to tell you. Which is funny. Um, well, ladies and gentlemen, back to English. That was fuck. Oh. Oh, see, mm. brain glitch. Um, welcome to episode 10 of 64 Bits of Rage. <laughs> it seemed like we got to episode 10 of 64 Bits of Rage, uh, like, more quickly than Rage Quit. I feel like with this one, because we have that set schedule, is what's going on. We, yeah. With, uh, uh, And Rage Quit last year didn't. No. Well, a lot of shit last year did not have a schedule in the first, <laughs> first place. It, it just... We, yeah, try to get it to work. Just to get it going. We were just trying yeah. to get that shit on the road and it started. Get the foundation built. And we did not stay consistent and we found out. We kept building houses and tearing them out on the foundation. Yeah, <laughs> That's what happened. Yeah. Well, what happened and, and now we have a mansion built upon our foundation. So. Dun, dun, dun. At least the wings of one. Uh, yeah, but we definitely found out the hard way we have to be consistent. Our people, A, don't pay attention, or B, uh, when we do put the podcast out there, they're not relevant anymore, even though ours is more evergreen content. Yeah. Um, or just like, you know, we wanted the one podcast out of like 10 we do, it's like, it is ever, it's not evergreen content. We wanted to keep it, you know, for a game that's coming out or something and we missed the boat on it or whatever. Yeah. Or vice versa. It's like way too early kind of mm-hmm. thing or even though we record it early and it goes out months later. Yeah. And now it's just like a week or two delay at max. Yeah, we never go too far out because like, oh, oh, yes, we may be evergreen content, but at the same time we do like to keep up with curtain topics and you know we do have been doing the rage talks more or less because it's a bit of the slow season yeah kind of like a like a horribly imposed slow season well, like, yeah it normally it's more of a be. forced slow season yeah. but you know there's not a lot we can do about that either it's not like no that's a, a that's a global crisis so <laughs> it has nothing to do with um manufacturing or games getting games out or delays in games yeah or any yeah or... anything that we can affect no god so. it is honestly due to a virus so it's just kind of slowing down yep yep yeah no they but you know that's why we keep it keep it green I keep a hundred. Super green <laughs> keep real yo yeah so we talk about all sorts of things so kind sir what are we talking about today i'm gonna talk about myself my name's Anthony Schultz. God damn it, we always gotta talk about yourself. Fine, I'm Ariel Schultz. I have myself too. <laughs> <laughs> and this is uh, episode 10 of 64 Bits of Rage. Uh, today our topic is gonna be, uh, it's titled Generational Nintendo, but we're gonna be talking about uh, Nintendo's kind of rightful place as the king amongst <laughs> all of the different generations of gaming, which, which are pretty like clearly defined by uh, years and then which consoles were mm-hmm. in them and, and why. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, we're just kind of kind of dive into the nitty gritty and you know, we'll talk about fond memories with consoles that we actually did play or yeah. maybe if they were like after the fact, if we played some games, you know, why we'd see, you know, it's I, importance in that generation or what happened, but I guess it's important in any generation to play old consoles regardless. I think it is too. I think it's a long enough and old enough industry that, um, History is, it is. is an important part of it now. It is. Like, I, I get you youngins. Y'all need to get your head out your asses because you got the really cool upbeat uh, frames and beautiness and all that. You need to play the older games. This is where we all started from, you know, the side scroller. I, I get they do have, like, on the Switch, the NES port ported games. So they, oh, they yeah, do like, have yeah. availability to do it. But I feel like you need the old school sit on your butt. You only got three foot cord playing the game. Yeah. Games. I think every gamer, Everyone. casual or hardcore, should um, even if it's just a retro Damn. console, find one that you find one that you like and have it. Buy if you it. say you're a Nintendo person, scoop it up get, at a garage get, sale, get you know, or whatever. Old NES, yeah, they always sell shit at garage sale or thrift stores, thrift stores. Yeah, don't go all buck wow and spend. Yeah, I'm not saying no. I'm not urging you to spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars oh, for God, a near no. mint, you know, obscure console. You know, <laughs> no. Which get, we'll get the, cover. the original TurboGrafx-16 or Neo Geo or something. Oh, God. But, There's your arm and leg in life. <laughs> yeah, it's like, 
Um, but yeah, I mean, there's so many great like uh, mini classic systems mm-hmm. out too that are cheap and easy to hook up, but they do have quarter controllers and do mm-hmm. a pretty decent job of uh, emulating what it was like. Yeah. To play, you know, an original NES or Super Nintendo or yeah, PlayStation even, Yeah, the retro Sega, consoles. I mean, they have, like, yeah, the, one the little like NES bucks. one. Little yeah. NES. It's got cords on it. Yeah. around with it. Play it in HD. But, yeah, it's got a, it got a short cable. It's so. got a short cable. Yeah. For granted, like, it has come up with cordless ones, but don't be a bitch. Play with your whore. Play with your cord. Play yeah. with it. Play, play with your whore. <laughs> play with your horse. <laughs> Don't yeah. leave them frozen in a brothel. Bring them inside. Because <laughs> they might welcome you inside. Bum, 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 <laughs> Full circle jokes. Yeah. <laughs> circle jerk. What? <laughs> didn't expect that and about died. <laughs> Anthony inhaled a soda, part two. <laughs> this time it's personal. <laughs> uh, no, but anyways, I lost what I was going to say. Bring your horse inside. No, the horse can stay outside. There's pine needles. They can make a bed. Oh. <laughs> That's sad. I said horse, not horses. Oh. Not bringing my horses inside. <laughs> what, are you, you call me a whore? What? What? No. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> I don't think we even know what we're talking about. Bidets? Horn- I don't know you really want to talk about bidets. This is last recording, too. <laughs> I just glossed over it, and so you stopped. But you're like you're already back at it. Because <laughs> the toilet paper thing just baffles me. I know. I know. <sighs> Anyways, so we're starting out with generational consoles, and actually the beginning of individual consoles, not game systems themselves, because obviously you get arcade games and the definition differences of that. Yeah, we're talking specifically about home console generations. Yes. So uh, we're not going to be bleeding over into like arcade cabinets. They definitely have their own distinct niche. history. And a uh, place within video game history, for oh, sure. Oh, yeah, especially the games and, you know, Mario, Jumpman, and all that. But we're yeah, talking about exactly. the actual pe- consoles people bought for their homes to touch to their TVs and play. It's what we're talking about. Yes. So we're, you know, going to dive deep into, you know, like you said, how Nintendo's king. How he just, like, has his crown and has been there yeah, from it, the fucking get-go. And is, you know, not even, like, desperately holding on to it, just rightfully and strongly holding Dude, on to Dude, he it. is, isn't he? He's like, he's just like, ah, I got this home. Yeah, even with any kind of like, uh, like you know, like a flop or disappointment like the Wii U, it's mm-hmm. like, I mean, it's really it's the, still... the only big moment of weakness that they've had in recent memory. Yeah, and... but if you think about it, all the other generations or the ones that have flopped, and it's like, that wouldn't be able to come back from that kind of flop, you know? Oh, absolutely, yeah. We've lost, you know, far more um, console manufacturers. <laughs> And then we have it's like we gained. Like, <laughs> so. we, yeah, it's like we talked about in the last episode, like the Genesis, like it's out before its time. And because oh, the Dreamcast. Dreamcast, yeah. sorry, it, it flopped so hard. There's just nothing after the Dreamcast. Yeah, Sega was done with that generation. They were they were finito. Just because of the flop, they couldn't come back. Yeah, and but their, be- their leadership at the time really didn't want to be in the home console business anymore. So they were very quick to pull out and they had to restructure <laughs> financially and like they were they were done. But that being said, do you feel like, and this is like a hypothetical obviously, if Nintendo ever had to flop in its earlier generations, would it have been able to come back? Uh, they would have had to have had a flop specifically with, like, out the gate with the NES because Mm -hmm. you've pointed this out in prior episodes, um, Mm -hmm. that gaming, especially with older generations, Mm -hmm. is synonymous with Nintendo. And that was because of the NES. And so, um, if you read into a lot of, like, the console generations and the history of certain console manufacturers Mm -hmm. or even studios and publishers, you know, Mm -hmm. that have kind of you know, ebbed up and become increasingly popular and then faded away. Um, yeah. Or held on. It doesn't really matter. That just kind of history, that kind of scope, um, it'll oftentimes bring up that fact that gaming is synonymous with Nintendo. It's not I'm playing video games or I'm playing a console. It's I'm playing Nintendo. I'm playing Nintendo. Yeah. It, it really and is. And it's just kind of culturally ingrained, especially in the United States. When people think, like, like, that's like, you're, you're playing Nintendo. Yeah, you don't you know? say the same Obviously, we're more specific now because younger generations are more kind of uh, tech oriented. Yeah, that's so true. you know we can kind of sift through and be like, oh, I'm playing you know, the sixty four Master Chief on the Xbox this, this this particular collection mm-hmm. or you know whatever. But for a lot of people, and as just kind of like standard cultural like nomenclature, mm-hmm. playing video games is synonymous with playing Nintendo, and that's because of the NES. And so if that had flopped, um, 
Yeah, I mean, it, it could it would have changed the the face of video games forever, and they might not have ever had a chance to uh, wear the take crown. off. Yeah, you know, wear yeah, even wear the crown. Um, but they kind of came out gangbusters, mm. and they really yeah. kind of cemented their place early on. They really did in console generations. <laughs> Dark Mario is great. You fucking kick my ass. I hate you, Dark Mario. Like you do shit. I'm like, how? Do you do this? That's how my brain works. It's like yeah, how to yeah, fit yeah. shit together like yeah, that. Like That's why. You like somehow maneuver and spin the little doohickey, the pill, and get it just to juxtapose just right in between like three gaps of things. It's like, ah, <laughs> I can't even work that fast. I know. Well, and I used to when I was like, let's see, and I wish they had esports for this kind of stuff. <laughs> they do have some esports, but maybe not for Dr. Mario. They did for Tetris. No, that's what I mean. It's like, and I would be so good at that because that's how I like... Your brain works with Dr. Yeah. Mario? Yeah. It's just like, yeah, it's, it's just how it functions. So it makes sense. When I was like in my heyday of playing Dr. Mario, why would... Your um, heyday? I like how you had a heyday. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I had a heyday for like a, a lot of games. And I was playing like the original <laughs> NES version then too. Well, not on the same NES. <laughs> yeah, that you've had forever. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, how did you get that NES before we dive into that? Um, that one is actually, um, so this is kind of an interesting story, actually. That's why I brought it up. Uh, yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Um, so, when I was a kid, um... What? You were a kid? Yeah. <laughs> I was born a small black child. <laughs> um, a jerk reference that is gonna go way over the head of a lot of our audience, but... <laughs> so people would be like, fucking racist. Yeah, that's all they're going to say. Yep. I'm going to get, like, canceled on fucking social media, but whatever. Um, <laughs> and Anyways. he's back. Can't cancel me for long. <laughs> so, uh, my parents, like, I was... It was my stepdad and my mom. I was... It was my... Wait, which husband was this? <laughs> uh, third. <laughs> Good thing she doesn't listen to these. She does listen to him. Damn it. Um, We're screwed. It was my fourth birthday, which I remember very How vividly. How do you remember your fourth birthday? I remember my fourth birthday. Uh, you're one of those weird kids. I remember when I was born. <laughs> no, I'm not Bender. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the advertisement for like Sega and Sega was super like flashy. It was mm. like the cool kids like console. Like mm. a Nintendo had already been out for a while, and my stepdad had a NES and a Super Nintendo. Yeah. Uh, the Super Nintendo was the only thing kind of, like, hooked up. Yeah. And, uh, so I played, like, Super Mario World and all that stuff. Yeah, uh, so but I really wanted a You started, Sega. essentially, out, uh, with Nintendo, which is kind of cool. Yeah, absolutely. And... It's funny how it, like, dived down to Sony, though. Yeah, uh, way later. Like, because I was a Sega kid growing up. Like, for, well, yeah, like, Sega or whatever. But anyways, it was just like the the way it was advertised, and it was the point of the advertising. It was like the the cool new slick like console on the block, mm. and it was better than Nintendo because it was like you know more edgy and things like that. It was nineties yeah. advertising. Yeah, yeah. And because I was four in you know nineteen ninety two, I was two, and so oh no, I was one. No, you weren't. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, is it right? I was one. Um, and I remember asking for a Sega Genesis, asking for a Sega Genesis, and they're like, ah, it's too expensive, like, mm -hmm. you're not gonna be able to get one. Well, for my fourth birthday, they got me a Sega Genesis. Nice. And so I got to play, you know, Sonic the Hedgehog and Echo the Dolphin and all these, like, awesome... I remember, didn't you used to curse at Echo the Dolphin? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, like, I didn't curse really as a kid, <laughs> but I would scream at it. I would, like, Echo the Dolphin is infuriating to this day. That's still one of my favorites. <laughs> and anyways, years and years later... Um, uh, we moved back to Spokane and stuff. My mom was remarried and I still had my Sega Genesis mm. and there was a family that lived like kitty corner. Like mm -hmm. the neighborhood we lived in had a lot of kids that were like my age and stuff. And so played games and whatnot. Yeah. Well, there was a guy that lived kitty corner to us and he had, uh, two daughters that were about my age. Mm -hmm. And so I was like a little kid. <laughs> and I didn't mean to start early. He had a whole bunch of like consoles and stuff. Mm -hmm. And so we swapped Sega Genesis and NES. And then eventually I got my Sega Genesis back from him. Yeah. And he said I could just have the NES. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So, and then there was a kid that, uh, was, this is like junior high age now, that had a whole bunch of NES games. And he let me borrow a ton of them, like a box of them. Mm -hmm. And so I was playing through all sorts of stuff. Well, then he moved. 
And I never asked him back, and he never came back. So I had a box of NES games, which is still most of my collection. I filled in uh, over the years. Yeah, yeah. But that NES is from then. So um, it was an original NES, but I've had that particular one for, uh, let's say, junior high age, probably about 12 That's or insane. so. So it's been, what, 19 years that I've had works. that. Yeah, still works just fine, which is great. And then, yeah, the Sega Genesis mm. is my original one from when I was four years old. <laughs> how, yeah. many people, how many people can honestly say that they've had their original? I think, actually, okay, to be fair, I think I have my original uh, uh, 64. Yeah. Um, my mom has it. It's my green one. It's a clear green one. I have to see if she still has that. Uh, that, God, when did the 64 come out? How old was I in that one? Probably would have been like 96 or something. I was five years old, five, six years old. Yeah, it would have, it would have been like mid she, to late 90s. She would have gotten, that would have been like technically the second out ones because it was a clear colored one. So I'd have been seven, eight when I got my first 64. Okay. So, uh, and I think, honestly still think I have it and it probably still works too. But the funny part is like how many people can say they've had one since the, from the beginning, like, who, who has still has their original game system, whatever it may be? Yeah, I mean, oftentimes they get shoved away, you know, like your parents will have them or they, you know, ended up at a garage sale or Honestly, sold off yeah. or just broke and got tossed. And mm. yeah, I mean, it's, it is rare, like, especially, especially nowadays because mm-hmm. consoles have a tendency to break down oh, a lot yeah. more easily. They have a lot more moving parts and are more complicated. But back but then they didn't. They I didn't, mean, yeah. Cartridges. I mean, they were cartridge-based. There weren't any really moving parts. Um, oftentimes what would happen is over the course of like many, many years, um, people who were hardcore into particular consoles uh, would naturally find like the flaws mm-hmm. in it. Yeah. So for example, the Sega Dreamcast has a uh, rechargeable battery inside of it. You just gotta play it though. Yeah, assuming that it can hold a charge still. Yeah, but as long as you plug it in, it should be fine, shouldn't it? You just gotta reset the date. Yeah, but you have to reset the date every time, kind of a thing. Oh, Which annoys yeah, people. Yeah. It's, it's a slight <coughs> tediousness comparatively to having your freaking Genesis that still works. Because you do that, because if it doesn't, it does hold a charge sometimes but then you have to reset the date which is fine it doesn't anymore though that's the thing because i've played it enough recently because mm-hmm. i've been streaming it that it holds uh it holds a charge so i'm fortunate enough where and i wouldn't do this anyways because oh God, i'm not changing it out yeah i'm not uh comfortable enough i know how to but i'm not comfortable enough mm-hmm. like unsoldering and resoldering in an aftermarket battery and then hoping that you know it'll function and i don't accidentally like burn out the board because i got the wrong like you God, know, that, that would be so a battery scary. or voltage of battery and so that i would just read i would just redo the date every time or just leave it what it was at but um yeah fortunate enough like my mm. dreamcast holds its charge uh you just have to play for a couple hours and it charges that battery up mm. for like a week or mm-hmm. so so uh but yeah, with those older consoles, it, it always kind of came down to that. Is like people would just like, oh, after usually X amount of years, this chipset pulls from the board just from getting hot. Yeah. So that's why it'll go out, or this battery needs to be recharged. You but know, then, if, if you think about it, those people like who have gone through those issues have been able to tell other people so they can essentially fix them if they wanted to. Absolutely, yeah, and there's a lot of especially people in our age group and older. Uh, older gamers that know how to do it. Yeah, they, 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 they have the expertise. It's something they've always been passionate about. the funny about. part is where, like, older generations, comparatively 10 years even, where we have a console and it breaks, we find a way to fix it. Because oh, yeah. our parents necessarily didn't have that kind of disposable income to just go buy us another 64 or Genesis or anything oh, like no, that. Oh, no, there's no way, yeah. Because console prices and game prices were all over the place. Then. Yeah, they were, they were really, really consistent. Like, yeah. you know, games are at most $60 and, you know, obviously... You, you they, can buy, like, a there would be, like, a really shitty NES game that would be, like, 80 bucks, mm-hmm. And then kind of, like, one of the best, you know, NES games ever could be 40 Yeah. yeah like, and know, that's just how it was. There wasn't a standardized pricing for... Uh, games, games like it is nowadays and, and it's just like consoles just kind of launched at whatever they pricing. thought was reasonable i mean sometimes it would be kind of like everybody gave uh sony for the ps3 mm-hmm. a huge kind of slap on the wrist for launching the 700 dollars console but that happened quite a few times yeah like in earlier console generations where it was like oh here's the 
you know, Neo Geo or whatever, it's mm. $800. You know, and that was just a thing. And that's in 1990s money, so. Yeah, 1990s money. is like, my parents had fucking 1990s five kid scenario shit. They ain't buying more than one Nintendo 64. Y'all sharing. You only get one controller or two if you're lucky, you know? Yeah, exactly. And I had a bunch of siblings who were beating each other over playing the game for. Yeah. So, it's like, and plus my parents, I don't know about yours, mine would get mad if i traded games like oh my god because yeah. they're expensive and like uh, yeah i i never i never even did or wanted to what's what i, mean? I would borrow games from people that, and i would loan games out i could do that that was fine but it was like but this has to come back otherwise yeah. i'm calling a parent kind of a yeah, yeah 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 yeah, yeah. It was, i mean it was under, no, under my that parents, kind of my parents got mad like i wasn't supposed to do it i mean i did it anyway it's just some yeah. kids would have other games i wanted to play if my parents wanted to buy it for me especially like certain pokemon ones because normally pokemon games were handheld yeah so i was always playing them on my hand game boy but then some rare like you know arena ones would come out and i could play it on my 64 yeah yeah and i'd want to play them but my parents want to buy them because they just bought me my handheld game boy one so yeah like, exactly but i want to play pokemon in here too because i like pokemons and why are you being a dick let me play the pokemon <laughs> yeah, so you, you know borrowing it, but you have to trade to trade it, it yeah and then my parents get mad where the fuck's your game at I'm like uh i don't know i just can't find it <laughs> where the fuck do you get this game from i know i didn't buy that for you uh and then you know caught right-handed because there's only one tv in my house and it's in the front room and you're trying <laughs> that's funny <laughs> i wasn't one of them special kids that had a tv in their room no i had to play the games on the front room of tv <laughs> it's been a long time i remember when i got my first uh cr tv right well. yeah right. i was a little kid then too it was about the same time i got um somebody spoiled geez the genesis oh yeah you're an only kid fuck off <laughs> i was an only kid yeah so for like quite a few years um Yes, Caitlin. I, I was like, an only oh. kid, and money wasn't a problem when I was really little. It, well, was, yeah. it was like later, like it's because they had more kids. You see the problem here? Well, yeah, but we, <laughs> and I, well, I had different stepdads, so like that okay. was also the problem. Well, I, wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't saying that. <laughs> yeah, but when you have more kids, it's a problem because. Oh yeah. You know, because I was like, I was, I was nine when my sister was born. That was my first sibling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and yeah. it's like with me, it's like my brother and I are you're apart. And then my youngest sister, she's two to three years younger than us. So us three kids about in the same fucking age range, you know, let alone that I have older siblings who are a lot older because they were six when we were born. I was six when I was born. So, yeah, you know, but so that's two older sisters. That's five kids total. And for granted, the two older weren't really interested in gaming because they're girls. I don't know if that's any specificity, but they didn't care. And then, you Probably know, of that. Generation time and that generation because they're, they're like we're all in the same generation but that wasn't really a big thing for girls like, to yeah. play games and so my youngest us youngest my brother especially because obviously we got mortal Kombat and stuff and we would play games and like, like the 64 and you know blowing the cartridge play your game and stuff and then it turned into handhelds because it's a little easier instead of you know us kids only having one TV and then mom yeah. and dad wanting to watch their shows or movies because and cheaper too more it's cost effective, effective to have one TV than a console. Than a console it was yeah. so I was end up having games my, are usually cheaper too. Well, ninety percent of the time, the funny part is I either found a Game Boy from a friend who gave it to me and then forgot, and of course I never told him, <laughs> and then he rushed her back. That's funny because it was like you know obviously one of the richer kids so we have. Their parents had this yeah, 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 just buy another one. Right. Or my parents found, like, a kind of jank one where, like, the bag is missing. So I have, like, a really cool purple one, clear purple Game Boy color. This bag's missing. It's duct tape. And I do it with duct tape. That's I, funny. I don't know if that's still around, but I remember that's part of it. I think it is. I think it's in your uh, bedside end table. Oh, yeah. I still do have that, don't I? Yeah. Yeah. I, they're in there. They're tucked away. Yeah, my, my old older yeah. systems, because I still have the original Pokemon on there. I right. think it's Pokemon I had Yellow. a turquoise Game Boy Color that was gifted to me from my mm-hmm. grandmother for Christmas. Or birthday. But and, I just find it I funny. Got, uh, Zelda Oracle Ages and Seasons for Christmas. Ooh. Ooh. Ah. I just find it funny with people who either have multiple siblings or single siblings. Just like the differences in like gamings and how it's raised and yeah it always blows my mind when like um and not in a bad way but like uh when younger people are like oh the you'll see it on social media like oh the ps3 or the 360 was my first console I'm you're like, like what, what? I'm like, that's like my eighth console <laughs> yeah i was like that was like that generation was where i got to buy a console with my own money on day one 
That was like the only kind of like momentous thing that happened. The it was momentous like, occasion. Yeah, I was like, and yeah, it was like, yeah, it was X amount of consoles mm-hmm. in. That was just the first one that I bought with my own money, you know. I had a job with my own disposable income. Yeah, you know, I, you know I was an adult, so by the time well, that came out. an adult, you know. No, yeah, of age. Uh, yeah, you were not an adult. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, so it's like, it's a completely different like, kind of mindset. Yeah, and it's like, obviously now too, when we bought the ps4 together because we split that difference and then when we bought the switch for my birthday because it came out around my birthday Mm -hmm. so it's like being able to buy those two relatively in the same breath as well yeah it's just because you're an adult you have a disposable income and if you the stuff you like you buy (laughs) but then then you get the other generations this is why we're talking about this too where our parents my mom and dad didn't play games Oh, yeah, yeah, and my parents didn't really play games when I was growing so, up. My then, one stepdad played a lot of games, and that's probably where, you know, that that kinda seed kind of, like... Came to fruition. Yeah, and he was, him and his friends were really big into gaming and stuff. Uh-huh. They played old-school PC games. Mm-hmm. I remember he, I can't remember his name, but, let's say, like, Nick or something like that, mm-hmm. but... Um, he had his own Sega Genesis, yeah. and he had, like, every single Genesis game that was, like, coming that's out insane. at the time. And so he would come over and hang out mm-hmm. with my stepdad because they were friends, and he would bring over all of his games and his console. Yeah. So they would play whatever, but he was nice enough where he'd be like, play whatever you want. Yeah. And he would let me, because I had my own Genesis, it was after my birthday, and so then I could pick whatever I wanted to play, mm-hmm. and I could try it out and play it, yeah, which but, is crazy. But then it's like with my family, it's like my parents and stuff was like camping and like doing outside stuff and not... I only have a single memory of going camping. I, and I only have a single, another, a separate occasion a, where I went fishing with my dad. It only happened once. I honestly went, I can tell you, I went every year. Every every summer break, I, I went. went once. Was my, I was doing siblings, besides Danny got to a point, he got to a point, I don't want to do shit with my family. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, but we went camping every year. We went to the ocean every year. We didn't... See, and I was, like, at a very young age, like, super fascinated with, like, technology and, like, programming and, like, oh, animation God, no. and, like, how to do that and how to make that and how to understand how computers well, you, work. Well, you and... and I are both on that cusp and that breath where technology started becoming important, where we're starting to integrate it in schooling and using yeah, it. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. And then, then my parents kind of saw the value in getting us a game system and stuff like that. Yeah. But in the same breath, I didn't necessarily grow up where I always had one. I think, I'm, I, I want to say, I'm pretty sure my mom never expected that mm. I would be doing something like this as an adult. No, I don't think they had either. But <laughs> I, I don't think she really expected... I don't. I think she was uncertain of whether if it was just a fad because mm-hmm. of, like, advertising or other kids, you know, had it and played yeah, it. Yeah, Or if it's something that I would always enjoy and mm-hmm. want to do. Because she's always been very supportive if it's, like... It's something that you enjoy and want to do, you know, and it's going to yeah. last. Then they you know she'd be supportive yeah if it was something where it's like oh this month i want this and then it's like i'm Next never month. gonna play well, it again like, or that's something then it's kind of like yeah and which i understand yeah you know from a parenting standpoint and money wise like then, then that's how my brother older brother was he wanted to play the guitar he wanted to have an rc gas powered car and shit like that it'd be just what he was interested in that month yeah. My parents at the point told him to get a job, quote unquote, to go to it yourself. You know, he'd mow lawns and stuff and do yeah, something yeah. to earn the money to get these said things because my parents knew him enough that he wouldn't consistently play them. And when it came to my little sister and I, I was reading. I always read. Yeah. I, I was, and I read a lot too. And when I did like Pokemon, I liked playing my handheld and my card games. So I always had Pokemon either on my handheld, which was a lot cheaper and easier for my parents to handle, comparatively to a console. Yeah. And invading their TV time and stuff like that. Mm. Or you just be on the couch going, you know, playing Pokemon. And I'd be like, Mom, Mom, look at this Pokemon I caught. And, you know, Mom going, no, that's so cool. And I don't know what the fuck that is. Or, you know, getting my card pack. Mom, Mom, look at the hologram I got. You know? Yeah. Again, that's so cool. I don't know what the fuck that is. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, am I... My, I think my I dad still have was... my brother's original Pokemon cards, too. Yeah. They're on my bookcase right now. Yep. Yep. Yeah, my dad was super supportive. He played quite a few games with me, actually, like, growing up. Mm-hmm. Like, we would well, they might, try to get, like, the licenses try, and stuff yeah. and Gran Turismo and go back and forth on the PS1. And um, he got me into Burnout. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I have a lot of fun memories of him and I playing. Well, my mom, together. not necessarily, but my dad was fun. He would 
button smash and play Mortal Kombat with us kids and yeah. stuff. Yeah, well, yeah, my mom did that. Yeah. Yeah, my mom, you yeah, know, I remember her and I playing Mortal my Kombat. My mom necessarily and... wasn't doing that because she was taking care of five kids, cooking dinner and cleaning. She yeah. didn't really necessarily want to do that. But when my dad would come home from work or something like that, Dad, 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 you know, I'm excited to so you come play this game with me. And, yeah, yeah. You know, he'd be like, you know, smacking at like, what the fuck am I supposed to do, you know? That man can't even use a phone to this day. <laughs> when he's texting you, it's just emojis. It's not hieroglyphics. What the fuck? It's not Egypt. Stop it. <laughs> you know? Yeah, my mom, when I was really little, would, like, play with me like that with certain mm-hmm. games. And then later, when I was, like, junior high, high school age, my dad would play games. Yeah. Me. So it kind of, like, flipped a little bit. Yeah, and it's, like, with me and, like, how I grew up, I was always out with, helping with my dad. Like, he'd be working on cars and stuff. And yeah. The kid would be out there helping him and, you know, I got little hands. I can get into sit on the motor and not destroy anything and get behind bolts and yeah, stuff. Yeah, of course. But then, you know, quid pro quo with my dad, you know, you put, I help you, you play Mortal Kombat with me and watch me slaughter you, you know. And exactly. he, he liked playing My mom too. and I played Mortal Kombat too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he liked uh, Scorpion. Get over here in the movie. Uh, I can't remember. I think, I'm pretty sure my mom and I always played as uh, Scorpion Sub-Zero. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Because we watched the hell out of that movie. Like, Mine, her and I in particular. I like the... And we had the soundtrack on cassette. Evil Lady. Uh, not Sonya. Not Sonya, but, um... The mom that was evil, but not evil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love playing her with her hair. <laughs> you know, that, the whip action she always do with her hair. Always yeah, I can't remember her name. I can't remember either, but, no, it And you played the inferior version of Mortal uh, Kombat. Whatever. The okay. blood. You know what? Censored. Uh, you're censored. You, anyway. you support censorship? That's cool. That's fine, whatever. <laughs> your center because <laughs> they're not recorded video wise um anyways so no but it's just crazy to see obviously every family's gonna have different aspects but just a huge generation difference and where there is like retro gaming is in its own sphere and kind of yeah. butts up against and then like, gaming in general and then hd gaming in particular and online mm-hmm. gaming is in its own separate sphere but they're connected by like you said the big bubble of gaming, gaming. And but and then it's like you know you and I were at the precipice the beginning of oh yeah consoles. absolutely yeah not gaming in the sense of the word because obviously a D and D and card games and stuff like that but like legit the consoles being sold because yeah because we missed like the first generation by about ten years <sighs> that's hardly anything but it was like very flooded well, and not focused many, yeah how many you looked this up how many freaking consoles were released almost nine hundred documented consoles released in the first generation of, yeah uh, consoles that's insane so like if you go you can go and do this. Um, Hopefully after the podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can pause like, it. You can... It. I mean, whatever you feel. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Just come back. Um, we love you. Don't leave us. <laughs> Please don't leave us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can look it up on Wikipedia, and it has all of the, the um, generations of console gaming. And there's just a little blurb about the first generation. Mm-hmm. It's like a paragraph. Yep. And it pretty much just links to a like a another list. They're like, <laughs> look at this other page if you want to see what is included in the first. And it's like, yeah, it's like it's like eight hundred and eighty something items. Like, oh my god, because they were all rudimentary PCs. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what it came down to. And so they were. I mean, it was just like anything under the sun you can think of, like branding wise mm-hmm. and companies and. You know, it was it was all fresh and new, and so and that and that does really butt up against to the video game crash as well. Yeah, kind of aided in that, but yeah, the first generation, the first console generation is just gigantic. I mean, it's just and really not. Um, I mean, mm-hmm. definitely pioneers in their own right, and I'm sure you can find very like specific examples, uh, especially thing in like game documentaries about video game history yeah. and stuff. But nothing really like in particular to note. No. <laughs> like, to be honest, and then it's obviously with a second coming of jesus um <laughs> essentially the second generation the second generation is kind of really where we you foot. start to know no. in popular culture what's going on so you get mm-hmm. like the atari 2600 yep in the second generation yes uh that was in the next one. Oh, that's third generation but yeah the second generation um yeah i mean they at the atari 2600 mm-hmm. really kind of shifted everything i mean it, it did the the how gaming was going the consoles yeah, were going how home consoles were going to be kind of designed from there on out and um you know you got your first instance of you know like pong and yeah. stuff like that and uh using a a joystick not in an arcade but in, in your, your hand home, you know a yeah, as a cord. controller <laughs> with a three foot cord <laughs> yeah and a box that was you know designed for that you know yeah not with you know 
cartridges and stuff. You're not you really. Remember the '70s show where Red and uh, what's his face? Crap, the dumb one. Ashton Kutcher's character. Yeah. Um. Kelso. Kelso. There Kit we go. played, like, took apart the Atari six hundred because nineteen seventy. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then like to make the pong pads smaller because they got tired of it because they were so good. I do remember that, yeah. And then Red's like... Like modding it pretty Yeah, much. they were modded it themselves and Red's like, if this is destroyed, I'm kicking your ass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know? do remember that episode. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just stand from that to remind me of that. Just how, like, even then they were modding it. Oh, know? yeah, absolutely, yeah. Well, and that was kind of the, uh, like, allurement and that's why I think the first generation is so gigantic because mm-hmm. it's like you had a lot of people interested in this kind of tech or like software engineering which was new yeah and so you could take around with it like you could make your own games you know which is cool you could um you know play them on these these machines Mm -hmm. you know that were relatively customizable with rudimentary you know like tech yeah you know but at the time it wasn't rudimentary it was no it was like cutting edge yep and so, but it was accessible for the first time. And so that's mm-hmm. why that generation is so huge. And then, uh, yeah, the Atari 2600 and and just that brand of that company really kind of solidified what mm-hmm. home console gaming was going to be. Yeah. Which is crazy. And then, of course, the king comes and dominates barely a generation after that. <laughs> exactly. So by the time you roll around to the third generation mm-hmm. it's 1985 the nes or the uh famicom as it's known in japan is released famicom famicom what yeah i didn't know that yeah so like the super nintendo is the super famicom and uh, super famicom yeah, yeah pretty much I feel, I feel like a little like a uh, anime dude super famicom yeah yeah it's gotta do that yeah you have to do that or it just doesn't make any sense pretty much uh but yeah that came out in 1985 85 yeah, here in the West, at least. Yeah, 85 in the West. Uh, but yeah, we get the Nintendo which Entertainment funny System. because it's like 1985, and then you were born in 1988. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and so I was, bo- I was born in the third generation. Yeah, and I was born fourth, I think, so 1991. Yeah, you're you're kind of like at the end, end of that of the, one, at the beginning of the next I generation. Right in the middle like, of the generation. You're, 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 mm-hmm. Yeah, you're, you're born squarely in the fourth generation, and the fifth generation would be more like 93. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, you were just born in like the next one. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and the NES again, uh, just like the Atari had done, really kind of like solidified what console gaming was going to be. I mean, it it really piggybacked mm-hmm. off of what Atari had done right, mm-hmm. but then it introduced, um, you know, the games and franchises that we all know and love to this day still. <laughs> Mario. Yeah, I mean, you, Mario. You, you got yeah, you got Mario, you got Luigi, you got um, you know, Duck Hunt even. Green I mean, Mario. <laughs> what? Green Mario. Green Mario. Green Mario. Episode seven throwback. <laughs> oh, Green Mario. Green Mario. But yeah, I mean, you got all these like uh, fantastic like uh, proprietary like characters and mm-hmm. designs, and you were starting to ex- people were starting to experiment with gameplay. You get the birth of the platformer. Yeah. Um, Side scrolling, greedy. Yeah, coming from that. Yeah, exactly, and and that does you know later than spring into three D. You know, it a does couple, yeah. a couple generations. Later. Well, yeah, it does, but it's just like insane how that stemmed from that. Where it came from the Atari, where you're playing freaking Pong to I mean, Final Fantasy on the, the NES as well. The and NES when you get, you know, just a shit. Xanadu was on the NES. What the fuck is that? Uh, it's like a kind of like a old school like benchmark for RPGs on the NES. Xanadu. It's weird. Yeah. That's an, that's an interesting one to play. This guy kind of plays like Prince Persia Classic a little bit, mm-hmm. which is on uh, uh, like OG Sega consoles. OG. Yeah, was, it, but, it was a PC. Isn't that just weird to think, though? Because if you go from like arcade games, they've always kind of been around. Yeah, I mean, definitely dominated like well before. Oh, yeah. yeah, well, absolutely. well before. Yeah. But then it's, And that kind of very like communal gaming and going to a place and having a certain having atmosphere initials, and vibe. And yeah, scoreboards. Scoreboards. Which I think scoreboards stem to trophies. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, scoreboards up. and um, like score chasing and things like that absolutely stem from the competitive nature of arcade mm-hmm. games. And then it, it, it goes to trophy hunting and then earning trophies and being the top which is insane in its own right yeah and gamer score on gamer Xbox score and, stuff like that. and it's like and it's cool to see though where it kind of stems from because people see the arcades and 
their initials and stuff, and you obviously get throwbacks with TV shows and stuff, and uh, even Stranger Things is a really good one that kind of is a precipice on that, showing that old-fashionedness, where it's like the gaming and how oh like, yeah the little redhead was introduced. Yeah, they have the the arcade as kind of a prominent location mm-hmm. in Stranger Things season three. Um, also, like you pointed out just a few minutes ago, mm-hmm. you know D and D and those kind of um, role tabletop, playing games, role playing tabletop games, games um, because they were stat based, lent themselves to uh, virtual RPGs. I know, and it's just, know. Uh, just the stem of things and technology and its growth and just. You know, we are old enough, yet still young, to have seen that big change. Yeah, the only thing that I would say we probably missed out on was, like, the heyday of arcades. That was was before yeah, our generation. I do miss arcades. I remember. We know of them, and as we adults, we have mock- played like, in them. But yeah, they barcades are really big amongst, like, millennials, so we kind of get to relive that. the dumbest but, ones, like, when you're a kid, like, Chuck E. Cheese. That's not cool. No. That's not an arcade. No, we we kind of missed out on the the heyday of the heyday arcades. of it. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, we we experience it in kind of a different light now mm-hmm. as adults. You know, where you can go and play aliens or pinball and get drunk. Dude, but... that was so much fun. Side note: story time. <laughs> story time because we beep, were beep, beep, beep. we had just um were we married then? Yeah, we were married. It was um. A year before we moved into the house, we had a chance to go on a, like, week-long vacation. Yeah, we went to Portland, Oregon. Yeah, which is not too far away from mm-hmm. here. No. And we actually it's... took the train. We old-schooled it. We didn't drive or anything like that, so we are both bar cars would not have made that trip. <laughs> no, we could have rented a car and driven down, but we, just, we decided to spend the money and get a train ticket because it's something we've always wanted to do. And we took the train from Spokane to Portland. Which was insane. It was so cool. And then we saw Red Hot Chili Peppers in concert, but there was this cool barcade there. Um, ground control. Ground control. And we were there fucking every night. And it had all the cool games. Obviously, you could drink. They were very shocked because we're the only adults that wanted shots. And we got big gulps. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, we took shots to get along almost every evening. And um, yeah, also in our heyday of drinking. <laughs> yeah. They, it was like, a, it's a two-tier um, arcade. So like the top pinball four. Pinball games. Yeah, it's all like pinball and then just a few arcade machines. I had my aliens. It was we up played there. played alien all the time because I love that game. My and there was only like maybe two or three of those kind of cabinets and the rest was just all mm-hmm. pinballs and then down below was all the other mm-hmm. uh, more traditional arcade cabinets and they, yeah. they you can look them up as well uh, ground control uh, in Portland Oregon but they kind of have a deep history of having like some mm-hmm. really rare arcade cabinets that there's yep. only, like a few left kind yep. of a thing they have them so and it's really cool uh, like they're fucking great atmospheres like Tron at the time I don't know if it's changed I don't think it has but Tron essential setup for the seating area yeah so all the tables like lit up and the, mm-hmm. the booths lit up and mm-hmm. all the lighting was uh, Tron inspired mm-hmm. the bathrooms had been redone I think the women's was Pac-Man it, the man the uh, the men's one was too okay so yeah because it was all like intricate Pac-Man yeah. tiling and yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. yeah which was really cool it was like it seems weird to say, but it was like a beautiful bathroom. <laughs> yeah, for a public And it's bathroom, a public yeah. restroom, but it was like the like very intricately mm-hmm. tiled and game themed, and it was really cool. And that was like reading up after them, either like at the time or after the fact. Um, they had, I think somebody had invested some money into them to do some refurbishments, mm-hmm. and that was one of their like main points is that they had redone the bathrooms yeah. like that and done the Tron seating, so. But it's just, like, you know, kind of cool to have throwbacks. But, of course, we weren't even thought of. We were in the testicles wandering around Earth. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, preemptively. Uh, yeah. We learned the sperm that survived, but many moons later. Um, Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, like, it's obviously a culture that we're a part of and something we enjoy doing. I mean, it's the crux of our business. Um, so it was cool to experience that, but yeah. it definitely was, you know, decades after the fact. And yeah, not the obviously not original, proper, original, you know. you know, initials in there and coming back as a kid, you know, every night getting quarters doing something. To, yeah, like, exactly. After school, you know, hitting up the arcade every day so you could, you know, score chase, you know, to beat your friend or whatever. Yeah, beat your friend or, or fight your spot. friend yeah. or, you know, make sure your top score is still there if you're really good at the specific game. And exactly. obviously that stemmed into... 
your kids and stuff, and then to the leaderboards, and then into trophy hunting, which is oh yeah, like a yeah achievement weird, trophy hunting. Weird kind of growth from that, but then again, it's a weird growth from a giant ass you know arcade game to a tiny little box that can play all these games. So, yeah, and also stream Netflix and has an e store and yeah, yeah. And you can talk to somebody across the world on a microphone and play <laughs> a game with them. So. Obviously, it's come a long way, but I would agree. I I would say that yeah, the the primordial form of uh, trophies and achievements, mm-hmm. um, yeah, is is gore chasing or cloud chasing yep. via an arcade cabinet in the you know seventies. I know, and it's just crazy to think, and then then how Nintendo got its crown, and how even when Nintendo did have its flop with the Wii U, it's like. Okay, we don't fuck this up. This one is just dead in water. Let's just throw out another generation, which a lot wouldn't do. They yeah. would wait till the lifetime of that cycle and then put out a new generation. They're like, ah, nah, Holmes, we got this. We'll put something else out that we were, we were wanting to do. Yeah, either be, yeah, you would think that they would just either be done. And wait know, for like, like Sega was yeah. or even Atari later. Mm-hmm. Uh, or <laughs> earlier than Sega, later for Nintendo. Yeah. Um, or... Uh, yeah, they would, they would maybe pivot, like, their marketing Mm -hmm. or, um, try to rush games out, you know, just try to get more eyes on their console and just kind of... No, they knew that it was a flop, time to hit the boards and to revamp and redo it, and then they got the Switch out within its life cycle, which was just insane, because... 90% 90% of the time, they wait till the life cycle is done of the game. And I um, obviously, we were talking about generations now. What, we're in the ninth generation? Uh, we're going to the ninth generation. ninth generation. Currently, we're in the eighth generation. And so, yeah, that's right. The ninth generation is the five, PS5, and all that. Okay. Yeah, whatever, whatever Nintendo puts out in, you know, the next probably 10 years or so. And then, yeah, the PlayStation 5 and uh, the Xbox uh, One Series X mm-hmm. will be considered the ninth generation. So. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. But it's crazy, I think, as well, just generationally. It's like we're in the ninth generation. We remember when it started out, 800 fucking consoles come out in the very beginning, and now we're in the ninth generation. There's four. Oh, yeah. And and you look, like I said, I referenced that Wikipedia article. Three. Yeah. That uh, listed, it lists out all the console generations, mm-hmm. and then also what consoles are included in those generations. Mm-hmm. So... The first one, which we already kind of touched based on, had, you know, almost 900 separate units that yeah. would fit into that category. Um, you look at, like, the second, the third, the fourth, even, like, the fifth, and it, they're a hefty list. I yep, mean, yep, it's like, long. they got pared down, obviously, from 900. 900 to but so you're, 70, you're, 50. Yeah, you're looking at a few dozen mm-hmm. for almost each one, you know, because it's, it's like... Panasonic came out with a console, mm-hmm. like the CDI. Um, Jaguar was Atari's last console. Yep. Then you also had, you know, Sega thrown in there. Nintendo mm-hmm. was still going strong. Yep. And then Sony. I mean, it's like, and then you had, you know, Konami had their own console. Mm-hmm. And, like, you saw these, like, weird, like, spinoffs and stuff that were kind of rolling at the same time. So there's a lot of consoles in the mm-hmm. early generations. But, yeah, you're absolutely right. We get to now and on that same list. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, the eighth generation of consoles. And it is. It's the Wii U, the Switch, the PS4, and the Xbox One. Yep. That's it. Just That's those, those four. four. Three companies, four consoles. That's what I mean. And like, and not... it's the same thing with the one before. It's like, you know, Wii, PS3, and 360. Yep. And it's just Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo. They're three consoles yeah, that no. they each respectively the put out. The, the, the trifecta the, now. The king and the Nintendo, because it's been around longer. Yeah. And then the two nights. Yeah, and it's like... Yeah, and they and then they both really splintered off and started obviously after mm-hmm. Nintendo started putting out consoles. And yeah, kind of because have gone their they own came way. around fifth generation. Uh, so Sony is Third a generation. generation older than Microsoft. Yep. Um, Nintendo's older than both of them. Yeah, Nintendo is. A few generations older. Sega's Console really wise. the only one that kind of hung on in there for a little while to overlap. Yeah, but he didn't. He didn't last. He unfortunately no. No, no. It sucks because Sega Saturn's legit. Sega Saturn's super legit. So in the fifth generation, you get uh, the Atari Jaguar. Yep. Which was Atari's last console. It was nineteen ninety three. Mhm. Um, the Sega Saturn. So right in the middle of kind of Sega's run. Mhm. That's their second to last console to come out. Uh, the original PlayStation started in the fifth generation. Okay, so it's a fifth generation. 
And by comparison, Nintendo was at the 64. Yeah, and that's like three generations in already. Yeah, from the third generation to the fifth. So yes, third, fourth, and fifth. So they they had already been around two generations prior. We're on their yeah, third yeah, run. Yeah, on third console at that time, which is insane in its own goddamn right. And they're on their third console at that point. Also, the only um, console manufacturer still around to avoid the third console curse. What's the third console curse? Third console curse is pretty much exactly how it sounds. Uh, console manufacturers or companies get to the third console and mm-hmm. it doesn't do as well. It usually bombs. So you look back, uh, the Xbox <laughs> is in its third generation. Third console curse. Has bombed compared to the Switch and the PS4. <laughs> it's like sold a fraction of the units. I mean, you're talking Oh, about, then the 64 is a third console curse? It should have been. But it didn't. But it didn't. That's why yeah, it's a PS3, like, had a horribly rocky start, was severely overpriced. It came back. It, came back. it did sales-wise it's a, it's a by semi, the end. It's a semi-console semi curse. Uh, yeah. I mean, they were able to kind of rally and... Um, because they changed things dramatically inside that life cycle. They had to, yeah. And then you get a lot of, um, like, Sony's great, like, first-party characters mm-hmm. and franchises, like mm-hmm. Uncharted and Last of Us and, you know, God of War really had its heyday yeah. with God of War 3. And so... Um, but, yeah, I mean, it suffered from a curse and, you know, so did... I didn't realize the 64 was its third generation. Well, because I, that was when I was born. That was my generation. Yeah. So it's not and third then with, to me. With Sega, it was the Saturn, which is kind of forgotten about. Mm-hmm. And like, even in comparison to the Dreamcast. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it, the the third the third console curse is uh, something that they, they avoided. That's insane. I didn't think about that because you're right. Because 64 is, like, one of the most, like... Still popular fucking ones there. It's got Zelda on it. Oh, yeah. Like, the best-regarded Zeldas. Yeah, exactly. Because Zelda Zelda fans usually say their favorite is Ocarina of Time or Or Majora's Majora's Mask, Mask, both on on the 64. 64. Mario did exceedingly well. Mario 64 is also Mm -hmm. regarded really well. Mm -hmm. And they poured onto the the DS later, but... yeah. But yeah, they, they really avoided that whole thing. I think their console curse was Wii U, but that's just marketing on that end. It was just marketing, and then... And then they just They it. even more quickly course-corrected than Sony did with the PS3. So. I know, because they were like, okay, we really fucked up with this one. Let, let's fix this real quick and just toss out the Switch, and then bam, you know, they fixed that. Exactly, Obviously yeah. not that quickly, and that's not how they did it, but still. Yeah, in a relatively short period of time, though, as mm-hmm. far as, like, technology and, you know, getting mass production and then games made for it. No, yeah, and it's just, it, I just can't believe, I didn't honestly realize that the 64 was a third generation. Yeah, because you had to, NES, Super Nintendo, and then it would have been 64. Yeah, but to be fair, like I was saying, like the 64, I was born with the 64, that, that's my first generation game. Yeah, yeah like, exactly. Wrong was the 64, so. And for me, it's like I kind of straddled the line a little bit, I'm like... I didn't have a Sega Master System, mm-hmm. which would have been the same generation as the NES, mm-hmm. uh, but I... Uh, did the Genesis was really kind of my first one, but I like you pointed out, I did play a lot of NES games. And yeah, had an NES, so I kind of hit like third and fourth generation there. Yeah, and then forward. That's true, and just because then its own right, because it kind of skipped that curse. And regardless, because then it had the Wii, which was successful, and the Wii U was the only essential flop. That yeah, yeah. that's its fifth console, fifth center, fifth console. We, yeah, because GameCube would have been four, so we would have been five. And it would have been six, which is seven. So I've had seven mainline consoles, not counting handhelds. Yeah, oh god, no, yeah, handhelds are like its own breath right there, and they've dominated the handheld in, in its own right, like we've talked about before. So Nintendo Sony's is going just, into the fifth one. Nintendo is just. Or not Nintendo, Sony, sorry, is going into its fifth one. So five compared to seven. Mm-hmm. And Sony is the next in line kind yeah. of a thing. Like, it's next for the crown. It, it, yeah, it's like the crown prince, is yep. kind of what it comes down to. It goes to. the king. It's the like prince, the oldest son the, in, the the royal, <laughs> in the royal family would be Sony. And, and then, then my, the, the younger brother would probably be Microsoft. It would be no, Xbox. Not the Jester. No. Oh, That's PC gaming. No. <laughs> but no, like, yeah, I mean, that's kind of what it would be. It's like you, you get the you get the king, you get the crown prince, and then mm. you get the younger brother, you know, the younger prince. Well, then, and then the side... Like Duke of whatever is probably what Duke Microsoft. of Aspilinus. Um <laughs> Sidestep that, and if any PC, or ga- PC gamers come at us about consoles, you can fuck off right now because you all make your own shit. It don't count. Bite me. 
<laughs> well, and we're not a PC podcast. We're well, no, but we're a console. Think, if you think about it, though, and I will stand to this one: PC gaming is it's gaming. I'm not saying it's not gaming, but it's not console generational because you make no. your own goddamn center. You just play the games, and to make it run faster, you buy you piecemeal the shit together. And, oh yeah, and it's, yeah, it's not a that. console. I don't think I hope they wouldn't like try to make that claim because that would be foolish. Sit down before the room. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's not, not our not our content and not the audience we're speaking to. Yeah, but you always get those jackasses that tune in and pipe in, and then they got to say something. Sometimes, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, there's always one. Everybody gets one. Everyone gets one. <laughs> Spider Man, a Family Guy. Yeah. Everybody gets one. Why is it gonna snow right now? Sorry, it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's March. It's still winter, but yeah, why not it spring yet even? No. It'll be the 21st. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, Nintendo's done a really, really good job, mm-hmm. like, as far as, like, marketing and longevity, mm-hmm. and... Because doing their own thing. You get the 64, and, um, I'd say probably other than the Wii U, which is a kind of an obvious weak link, I would say the GameCube, but that's kind of a 50-50. Oh, don't you fight me with GameCube here, Holmes. I'm not saying it's a bad console. I'm just saying that it's, like, of all of them that think, have really come out, yeah. that would be the only one that I would say. No, the GameCube is weird in its own right because it's... I played the GameCube. I like the GameCube. I like it, too. It was like, it's one of my second favorite console after the 64. Oh, is it? I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, it goes uh, 64, GameCube, and Switch. I don't like the Wii's. That's more. Oh, you didn't like the Wii? No. I like the Wii. I had one of those. I think for me, though, that's because it switched to the weird... Uh, oh, the motion, motion control. control. And I was used to cords. And it just was weird to me. And I didn't like having just the Just threw you off. I was, I was lazy. I just like to sit there with my controller in my hand. You could pretty it. much play it that way. But you could get a pro controller for the Wii, too. I didn't know that. Yeah. Didn't care. Didn't want to buy it. Not as comfortable as the ones for the Switch, though. No, exactly. But so it goes the 64, then GameCube, and then the Switch. And uh, that's my top three. That's my favorite ones right there. Because the GameCube had Animal Crossing on it. Yeah. Well, and like then, I said, it's kind of like a 50 50. I'm just saying, out of all the um, like it's second, good or it's great second Nintendo consoles, I, I would say is that. It goes Wii U for sure, a lot farther down, level wise. The Wii is also the only one that kind of. Like, and this mm. is why Sony is kind of a contender to Nintendo. It doesn't dethrone them by any means. No. But um, the, all of the top-selling consoles are held by Sony. Yeah. Except for the Wii. is in, <laughs> in there. But the Wii also isn't number one. by any, It isn't like Wii is number one and all the other PlayStation ones. It's like, it's kind of in the middle. And then it's just like <laughs> PS1, PS2, PS3, PS4. Like, it's just like, <laughs> not PS3, but it's like PS1, PS2, PS4. They're all in the over 100 million units sold. Yeah. They like dominate. Like, sales wise, it's crazy. It, it's funny to see how the differences were. Why Nintendo still holds its crown comparatively to. I agree. Why Nintendo Sony does hold the crown. It's why just Sony like, hasn't dethroned it. The it may, only one that would be close. It Sony. may get the sales, yes, but it's Nintendo. And like, that's well, just yeah, like self explanatory in its own way. Well, because it's, it's, it's the longevity. It's mm-hmm. just like having that market share and power for it was so long. Three generations long. in by the time Sony popped out. Yeah, absolutely. And. Sony did what Sega tried to do to Nintendo, where it was like, this is the cool kids console, mm-hmm. and Sony was like, this is the cool kids console, and we're doing 3D, and it's, and it's on like, a disc, and it's like, yeah, shit. And, like, the Sega Saturn had discs and stuff, too, yeah, and yeah. later the Dreamcast, but it really, like, the competitive nature was, like... Mm-hmm. Sony and Nintendo had their, like, issues because they were going to do a joint console together yeah. that never got off the ground. So there was kind of that rough split there that created yeah, bad blood between the two at first. On there. And then Sony swiped Final Fantasy from mm-hmm. them on top of it. Yeah. But um, it was more taking out Sega. Than anything. Than Nintendo, even with that kind of bad blood. Well, then the funny part is Nintendo's, haha, at you, brought out the GameCube with a tiny little disc. It's like, well, fine, I'll fuck. Here's your disc. Piss off. <laughs> you yeah, but, but not standardized. So it's no. Like, it's kind of like the PSP with the... Weird disc. The UMD drives and stuff. But that's they what thought it, that would be a universal disc at some point. But no, but it, was. it wasn't. The, I honestly feel like the GameCube was a go fuck yourself. Well, and if you look, too, like... 
You have a... You can fucking take the GameCube out. He's got a little handle. You carry it. Take it with you. Plug it into your friend's TV. Well, see, if you go that route, the PS1 <laughs> and the PS2 had screens you could put on the console. I like how no one knew you can flip the PlayStation thing. I did that all the time, by the way. It blew everyone's mind on Twitter. It did blow everyone's mind, and I'm like, I did that all the time. Like, I moved it all the... Like, I would fidget with it, even. Like, I did that constantly. I thought everybody knew nope. the Sony logo on the Flips. PS2 flipped back and forth. Nope. And I was like, man, I should have capitalized on this shit 20 years ago. Like, <laughs> I had the inside scoop. <laughs> I just thought everybody knew, but yeah. apparently not. That's you get for assuming. I guess. Never assume. Yeah, I don't know how my kind of, like, breakdown would go. Favorite your favoriteism? Yeah. No, it's just, that's just mine is, because obviously the 64 was my very first one. I liked the GameCube because it had one of my secondary favorite games, Animal Crossing, on it. And then um, I love the Switch because it's the Switch, so. Hmm. So I don't like the Wii. As, I like the Wii. I don't like the Wii U. I've never owned a Wii U. Uh, but. No, I don't Because I fell in the same marketing trap. It's just an extension of the Wii. Why do I need to get it? Yeah, and then it wasn't around long enough to, like, really make a difference for us to No, to because they, cause they realized, oh, we done fucked up. Let's fix it quick. And they did. Yeah. Uh, for me, I'd probably say Super Nintendo's number one. Okay. See, um, Nintendo's will get you. It's got... Well, it's not overall for consoles. This is for Nintendo. You, okay. if, if you do want me to... I can do overall. Yeah, do overall, because yours is different. Um, it would be PS1, hands down, number one slot. Okay, that makes sense. Um, Sega Genesis. Mm-hmm. Recently. No, Dreamcast. Yeah. That's the most recent. I had it. I grew up with Genesis. Okay. Uh, Dreamcast is number three. That definitely has, like, moved up. Moving on up. <laughs> and then, like, beyond that, it starts to get real tricky. You're real tricky. We'll just leave three. Top three. Yeah, so I my top three you definitely PS One, mm-hmm. uh, Sega Genesis, and Sega Dreamcast. And it's like I can't I can't get that like Sega Kid blood out of me. Like it, even though they've been defunct for twenty years, pretty much, <laughs> and just act as a studio or a publisher, I can't get it out. It was like I was like Sony second blood, and I started with Sega though. Like, yeah, and I'm always desperately hoping they will come back someday and One do a day. console. Because I know you, we all know like a water and rice, but they didn't. Oh, yeah, I, I was like, $1,200, here we go. <laughs> Take my money. Wait, what? Give me that. <laughs> Take my money. <laughs> but no, I, I would love it if they got back into the console game and did some mm. just slick and different and competed somehow with Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo. I think that would be amazing. That would be cool. That'd be kind of just... I mean, people have, like, Microsoft just kind of bowed out and went in more into the PC and software market like they're, they're doing. And then Sega was like, hey, hey we got a console. Did you forget about Here's the Dreamcast too. <laughs> I mean, what? what? That blow my mind. What's coming out with a new Atari? I know, which is super weird. Yeah, the Atari VCS. Yeah, I'm not playing that. I don't think I will either. It's pretty much just a um, like specialized PC. No, oh, fuck that. That's about it. Okay, that's not a console. Then. Never mind. No, it's not. They don't have like proprietary <sighs> like software so or dumb. stuff like that. Yeah, I would say those are my top three like retro consoles. Um, it gets hazy because like. Uh, like, overall, I would say I really, like, obviously the Dreamcast, the mm-hmm. Genesis, the PS1, but I really liked the PS2, PS3, and PS4, uh, <laughs> Super Nintendo, mm-hmm. uh, and the Switch. Yeah. Didn't play much 64, didn't oh, yeah. play much GameCube. I, you I agree. Sony. There's things I played on the Wii, but the motion controls, definitely, okay. I don't like to play games like that mm-hmm. either. Um, and the NES, and then I'm familiar too, with, so but I... they're a little bit, like, rougher. Yeah. So I have difficulties, um, getting, getting... heavily into it, but... No, that makes sense, though, with, you know, when it comes to those generations that, that's why they're, you like them, you know of them, we own them, more along for me, and the fact that, uh, you know, you went PlayStation, though, because you were Sega, and then, boom, there it goes. I did, yeah, and I actually, you know, rave about Sega so much. Uh, I didn't have a Dreamcast. I don't remember the marketing very well for it, actually, at all. Mm. And I don't know if I just missed out on it or not. I remember Sony being all over the place. Um, this sounds extremely stupid, maybe because my fam- family was poor and I really had TV. I don't ever remember fucking marketing on any of the handheld consoles, period. I remember some marketing, depending on what system it was. So I definitely mm. remember, like, Sonic the Hedgehog and Sega, Genesis, in particular, marketing. Yeah. Um... Sony later, mm-hmm. for sure. 
Um, and then a lot of other stuff was kind of like word of mouth or like kind yeah. of viral, you know, stuff mm-hmm. at the time. Obviously mm-hmm. not like viral as in like internet viral sensation or something. Yeah. <laughs> not even near there, yeah. But um, definitely like word of mouth. Where yeah. It's like, you know, X amount of kids in your school had golden eye for the 64. <laughs> so you got to hear how great it was, you know. Um, but, and actually, I was looking up some stuff about the Dreamcast. They had really weak marketing in mm. North America in particular. Oh, So it's yeah. probably why I never, like, saw it or really mm. knew about it, because I was still a kid. And so, um, yeah. I probably didn't even realize it was coming out with anything. <laughs> yeah. Kind of a thing. And so, yeah, I, I definitely went Sony, and I was very much enticed by the PS1, and mm. then I was kind of hooked from there on out. Yeah. I had to play... So many amazing games on the PS1, you know, just in the same way that you played so many amazing games on the 64. Yeah. It just stands out to you because of it. It does. And that's why it's, like, awesome to see it. And, you know, you know, Nintendo's king. Who knows when it's going to be dethroned, if it ever will be. Yeah. I mean, they're definitely in it for a long haul, just in the same way that Sony is. Mm -hmm. Um, Microsoft's petering out. Yeah, Microsoft seems to definitely... And not petering out in a bad way. No, they're, no, they're no, no, no. bowing out on their own accord in some mm-hmm. respect. So not who knows to the point, maybe how they far they do. will take that. Yeah, but they are definitely focused on PC, PC, and software, and uh, their games, and getting them on other consoles, oh, yeah. and so. Um, you know, that eventually may lead to them really not mm-hmm. producing a console or having the need to because you can play their games, you know, on any PC and you can play them on whatever, you know, Nintendo Generation, and yeah. Sony console are out. Yeah. So, and that may, may give rise then to just two yep. competitors and maybe that third. don't really directly compete anymore. Nope. They're just in the same space. Yep. Um, but yeah, it may give rise to, you know, somebody else, somebody else to mm-hmm. really, you know, try what Microsoft did all those years Sega ago Bobby and what <laughs> Sony did or what Sega tried Just to do. Wait for my there have been distant rumors that Sega might get back into the console manufacturing business. So we'll wait and see. Yeah. Well, like a distant far rumor, but hey, hopes, hopes and dreams. Hopes and dreams. <laughs> well, <laughs> cancer. I think we're petering out on that one. Yep, I think we're done, Ski. All right, it's a good wrap-up. Nintendo's king, as always. And and for good reason, though. It's not like it's king because it just was a dick. But it's a, it's a it's a fair ruler. Like like bullying, like power kind of a yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's a fair ruler. He 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 rules well. He rules with a stick. He rules, but he rules well. <laughs> with a kind but firm and. hand. <laughs> but no, I mean they they do. I mean they really are just kind of top dog. I mean they're just super innovative mm-hmm. with their characters and their franchises, you know, out, right out the gate. They've innovated in clever manners on yep. all of those franchises. Um mm-hmm. they've been around the longest of the current consoles. Yep. Or console manufacturers. Mm-hmm. Um and then with their hardware, it may not ever be the most powerful, but they do a wonderful job of um, creating like just innovative ways to play mm-hmm. and to experience it and to be communal, yeah. almost you know akin to all those years ago playing in an arcade. Exactly. So. Excited to see how it's gonna go, but. Yeah, I think the Switch is gonna continue to do gangbusters, and oh yeah, we'll probably end up in a top sales slot of all time. Oh, yeah. And then we'll, we'll look to the future and eager anticipation to see what they do next. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen. I think that wraps up. Episode our... 10. God, 10, yeah. Jesus. Generational Nintendo. The generational Nintendo. All right, well. We should do music for that. That would be good. We should. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm Errol Schultz. I'm Anthony Schultz. <laughs> As always, folks, follow there. Grace. Have a good day. <laughs>